Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. Ooh, I got a full house in here. I love it. I love it. I love it. Anyway, good morning, everybody. My name is Sergio, and I'll be your host with my co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, world. And I'm, I want a donut. You want a donut. <laughs> Very good. All right. I've got the CFO, the self-proclaimed chief fishing officer of Angler Chronicles, and, and by popular demand, because she mm-hmm. says she wasn't going to come in anymore, but by popular demand, Rhonda Feinstein, good morning. Good morning, honey. Good morning, everybody, and good morning, honey, what's Rick. What's funny stuff? Come on. <laughs> Rick, there you go. I'm here for Rick. For Rick. Okay, mm-hmm. very good. And our main man, Totem Pole Holder. <laughs> the base. <laughs> the base of the Totem Pole, Mr. <laughs> Andrew Mack from Max Fish Reports. Good morning, Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. And our dear friend, who we... It was so cool to see him yesterday. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, so uh, Mr. Steve Carson, the director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everyone. And special welcome back, hopefully permanently, to Rhonda. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Steve Carson. It was so nice to see you on the docks, both going out and coming back in. It was really a treat. Thank you. It's, it's all of our natural habitat. <laughs> I love it, which it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent. Uh, the one thing I was very impressed uh, is I got to see, you know, because when you go over there to um, H&M Landing or Fisherman's or Point Loma, um, you get carts, right? You put all your stuff in the carts. Well, Rhonda, myself, Ron and Mike Blue. I think we got everything in one cart. Steve had two carts just for himself. How many rods did you have there complete between yours and the loaners? Well, I, I had three sets. I had loaners. I had my personal stuff that I always bring, and I had some super secret next year's model field test stuff. Uh, I, I had 34. 34. <laughs> I like the super secret. The super secret mm-hmm. stuff. That's always that's always the good stuff. All right, well let's get. Uh, I I actually uh, um, when we were fishing, you guys weren't on the boat then. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, you had to fish a little bit to get the tuna. We, we we caught a few tuna, but not a lot. So I hooked and handled a couple of them, and but I admonished the people. I said, well, okay, um, here you go. Here's a rod with a tuna on the end of it. But that's that's a super secret reel. So after you land the fish, we have to kill you. <laughs> None of them handed the rod back. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, listen. We, we got to get going. We have a very very busy show. We're going to have Captain Mark Medak call in. We had an unbelievable evening last night with Ron, uh, celebrating 
uh, all the achievements over the years of Don Hansen, uh, Dana Wharf Sport Fishing. So before we get into all of that, I mean, there's a lot of it. I want to get a very brief, um, you know, take on the local freshwater. Andrew, that's your gig. Have at it, brother. All right. So everyone knows it is trout season. Uh, a couple lakes uh, are stocking this week, some lakes stocking next week, and then by the third week from now, uh, just about every lake uh, should be stocking. Um, let's see. Fisherman's Retreat. Shout out the sharking crew who's out there today uh, enjoying their first uh, trout stock. Uh, from there, um, two, uh, two actually big catches uh, this week. Kind of uncommon for this time of year, but uh, the big catfish have been uh, coming out. One catfish uh, was over uh, 50 pounds, caught on Irvine Lake. Uh, it was a wow. big blue, uh, the guy that caught it. Uh, that was his fifth catfish for the day. He actually caught and released everything, um, so he got some good pictures and let it go. Another catfish uh, was caught yesterday. Uh, it was 32 pounds out of Silverwood Lake. Now, on Silverwood Lake's website, uh, their lake record is only 15 pounds. I've personally seen a 28-pounder pulled out of there, but... I mean, either way, this could be the new lake record. Um, all depends on if the guy uh, took it to the shore to weigh it uh, and get it counted. But that's definitely a huge, huge fish, especially for uh, for Silverwood. <coughs> and then uh, from them, uh, from there, we're going to go to uh, Lake Elsinore. Uh, lake Elsinore. Uh, it's the last few days of the Launch Point uh, Haunted House, uh, the drive-through maze at uh, Crescent Movies and Historic uh, Chimes Building. Also, uh, November sixth, they have the Taco Fest. And then uh, what's cool about this Taco Fest, if you guys heard the uh, the world record holder for eating the most uh, uh, most consecutive days with tacos, uh, I guess the record to beat was 500. And uh, this guy, uh, Will Maddox, I believe he's on like number 850-something days for eating a taco, pretty much eating a taco every so single day. So taco every day. Well, I could do that the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, so. I thought you meant 800 tacos in one season. Yeah, me too. Can you imagine? That would be impressive. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, before you go to November 6th next week, mm-hmm. uh, Rhonda and I, we got we got plans to head over there to uh, Lake Elsinore tonight. I definitely want to make sure that uh, we see that haunted house. That's going to be really cool. And we're going to go have uh, some dinner at the Bobber. Yes. Okay, maybe we can get Finagle, our son Sebastian, to come with us. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to go. You and Sebastian can go inside the haunted mansion while uh, Ron and I, I mean, um, William and I, you know, have some. Was that your stomach rumbling? Yes. Oh my lord, yes. honey, so was that did. your stomach? We just got yes. some donuts. Okay, I know, but I've been oh. busy. I haven't had time to eat any. So before we even yeah. go there, I just wanted to thank uh, Darice and Mark Newell for bringing us donuts this morning. So my stomach is grumbling. So thank you so much. <laughs> you know what? What's that? that's awesome. Okay, that, that's that's almost unprofessional. You know. Anyway, let me get back to the the, the to Mac. Daddy here. But it's, it's about the donuts. You have mm-hmm. no idea that I love donuts. Okay, we'll eat one and stop I'm going to stop asking you questions. Hurry up before I get killed on the road. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so yeah, so that's Lake Elsinore. A lot of things going on there uh, in uh, the fishing. The fishing is actually holding pretty good, even uh, as the water gets colder. Um, a lot of the catfish are still showing up in the shallower areas around structure. Um, I, know, I have seen a couple uh, bluegill being caught. I uh, haven't heard anything much on the crappie, um, but uh, the carp fishing is still nonstop on, on light line. Uh, if you're soaking doe baits or anything like that, pretty much around the whole lake, um, you'll go ahead and find carp. So Lake Elsinore is definitely the place to go. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, <clears throat> so what else you got? Uh, so from there, uh, let's see. Um, 
We have uh, uh, all the Orange County lakes have posted when their uh, trout season is going to start. Uh, the first uh, is going to be November 28th. Uh, and then uh, if you go check out the Max Fish Report, uh, all the information is on there. Uh, and then um, Riverside County, they've also posted their stock dates for trout. So pretty much uh, anywhere uh, anywhere down this way, I mean, trout's coming and you know, get your two-pound test, and uh, you know, get your uh, you know nice sensitive rods, and uh, you know, like Carson always says, bring a big net, huge net. Okay, mm-hmm. you got to be able to fit inside the net, right, Carson? <laughs> exactly. Okay. And I'll tell you that that is maybe maybe after poorly tied knots, I and mean, those those kind of always win for the main reason people lose fish. But when you talk about trout specifically, the number two reason people lose fish is they buy one of those itty bitty little nets uh, because I don't know why they do because they, you know they think they're gonna they're gonna jinx themselves or they're just cheap and don't want to spend the money I don't really know but a, but a decent sized net is not that expensive buy one carry it otherwise why are you going Right. No, I agree. I totally agree. So uh, so it, it's good. It's good. You know, but going going into the winter months. Um, that means trout, right? Yep. It means trout, colder water. It's all good. In fact, you know, we're missing two people right here. I don't know what one of them is doing. Mia is definitely Mia. not Mia. But Ben is still he's back at the Sierras, guys. I guess it's the last weekend before yep. they weekend. close. And he says, I've got to get back up to Crowley. Uh, he was at Taco Tuesday, gave us a report. And he was saying, you know, it was really, really cold, okay, uh, very windy. He goes, mm-hmm. but the fish were biting. You know, That's so, all that matters. So he wanted to get up there. Uh, I guess uh, Teresa got four or five pounders, wow. which is really nice for for Crowley. So it was very very good. Okay, so go mm-hmm. ahead. And then uh, the last lake that we'll cover is uh, Santa Ana River Lakes. I actually talked to Craig earlier in the week. Um, their initial stock date for trout will be November fourth, which is a Thursday. Uh, the, and the opener will be November fifth. But that all depends on the water temperature because there is, you know, some warmer weather coming in this week. So if it does heat up the water, um, then they're going to push it out to the following week, which is November 11th. So, you know, fingers crossed it'll be sooner, but we will see. And then another thing Craig said is that uh, Mount Lassen, they bought all the big fish again. Yep. So oh, there's yeah. going to be some big boys swimming around. I think it might be that elusive 20. Mm-hmm. That we've seen, you know, a few years ago, but we will right. see. I know they had an 18 and a half, uh, a couple months uh, into trout season earlier in the year, um, so there might be one over 20, or a handful, or a bunch. We'll see. Excellent, excellent. All right, so uh, for everybody listening, we're talking freshwater, so I'm just going to give you a heads up. Rhonda and I are going to head up to Lake Elsinore, I think, today, right, mm-hmm. Ben? You yes, sir. Yeah, I do want to go. I love going up there. Okay, so we'll, we'll head over there today. We'll, we'll go have something to eat at the Bobber. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great food there. Unbelievable food. And then you can go in the Haunted Mansion there at yes, Launch Point. Yes, I love it. Which I want to announce that um, I got the rough draft for the uh, Dream Extreme Fishing Derby. Ooh. Okay, so we're putting up the finishing touches. Hopefully next weekend, maybe the weekend after that, it'll be, it'll be airing. It really is amazing. Okay. A lot of activity by Ron and by Rhonda, so it'd be, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be mm-hmm. a good one. All right. I can hear it. It's time to take us to uh, a break, my love. Okay, so that's my... my that's that's your <laughs> Okay, just making sure. <laughs> you are listening to Anger Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. We'll be right back.
Radio AM 830, KLAA. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ducks Radio, AM 830. Hey, LAA. Yeah. Chronicles on Angels Radio with Sergio, Ron, and Andrew on Angels Radio AM 30 KLAA. Very good, very good. You had a little, a little, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of owning it now. <laughs> Ron, we're going to be out of a job real quick. Mm-hmm. I, I got to say this. Good morning, honey. Thank you for listening today. Oh, she there just, you go. She just texted me. Oh, there good morning, nice. Bobby. Good morning, Bobby. Absolutely. And again, I want to thank uh, Mark um, and uh, for the donuts tonight. Yes, the donuts. All right, let me see the piece of paper I gave you. I need some oh. names in there. I want to give a, a quick shout out to David, Carl, Cliff, Doug, Don, Agar, Mark, Paul, Jeff, Brett, Rick, and Mike. So I want to say thank you for listening in. Uh, those are the ones I can see real quick. I mean, I'm, the, it happens mm-hmm. real quick. But anyway, let me let me go a couple of things. So um, last weekend we did the fishing festival, okay, over in uh, Brea at McCulloch's White Shoes. Uh, we got wet, <laughs> okay, but that didn't deter people from coming out, and um, we're able to raise some significant funds to buy shoes. Uh, to take to the East Cape and also some of the local places. Uh, they're looking at possibly growing into Sanking Teen. And, you know, here, here's a nice thing. We go and give the shoes away, but we get a chance to also go fishing. And if you've ever been to Sanking Teen, you know it's a great place for white sea bass. All right. Steve Carson, you fished uh, Sanking Teen, haven't you? Sure. And your favorite technique for catching white sea bass? Catch white sea bass? Uh, well, that's really probably the center of what they call the Kamalu rig. So that's with a K. Uh, um, 
you take a big crocodile, the big, uh, I think it's the number eight die. It's the big, it's the one that's literally like seven inches long. Mm-hmm. Not the heavy one, but kind of the, that kind of the thinner one that flutters more. And you put preferably a mackerel, but you can use a sardine or, you know, some other bait fish, but preferably a live mackerel. Some people just cast into a school of, of bait fish and just rip it till they snag one. Mm-hmm. But either way, now you've got, a, you've got a live bait hanging on the treble hook. And then you just literally put it in a rod holder and let, and let, the, and let that bait fish kind of thrash around and, and try to get off the hook. And, and besides his own thrashing, he makes that crocodile kind of flash and, and reflect light. And, uh, you, know, I, you know, you wonder how the first person figured that out, but it's been going on for a long, long time, and it definitely works. Well, you, I can tell you right now, I mean, my thought is this. Um, somebody threw out a crocodile, got a mackerel, and then got bit by a white sea bass, okay? Because, um, I mean, that's that, that's the way I know it. A lot of these guys, what they'll do is they'll catch a mackerel, and then they'll slowly troll the mackerel. The mackerel. And that's that's worked out really, really good. So, uh, yeah, so that's um, one of the locations is Henking team they're looking for, going down there. Um, there will be two, from my understanding, uh, shoe giveaways this year. One in February to make up for the one we just missed, and then one again in October, go back to our regular scheduled time. So if you'd like to um, join up, have at it, okay? We'd love to have you. Uh, contact Fishers of Men, okay? So that was, um, again, we raised some really good money. I want to thank everybody who came out, all the vendors, and all the people that braved a little bit of... Um, Wetness. It wasn't that bad. We had a couple of strong showers for, I don't know, just a few minutes. It wasn't very bad. And then it got back to just being cloudy, and it, it was okay. Then we had Taco Tuesday. Okay, Taco Tuesday went really well. Um, we had a, about 75, 80 people in attendance. Um, you know, raised a little bit more money. And you guys got to understand, every cent that we raise, every single penny, goes to buying shoes there's no overhead at fishers and men that's why we really like this charity um everybody just donates their time and um everything goes to uh take care of the poor we really love it and um again taco tuesday another success would you say so uh miss c cfo i i do i do agree with you it was a great success and that it's a great charity mm-hmm. so to be able to participate and help and support um, a, a charity that helps not just people in general, but but kids particularly, um, I'm all in for that. I'm I'm a big supporter of that, so I love helping them any way I can. Yeah, and you know what, uh, kids has always been one of our things with Ron uh, from the beginning. Um, I think our first big charity was the Olive Crest. Okay, yeah. I think that was the big one. Okay, and then I got a chance to, um, Lois, who, one of the founders, took me on a tour. I got to see one of the homes that they have here in Orange, and I was so, so impressed by the cleanliness. Um, it, it, was, it, it was just amazing to see these kids being taken care of so well. But, of course, it's a machine, and the machine needs to be oiled, and that's why... You know, on the Olive Crest, we would do that tournament every year. Unfortunately, um, COVID got in the way, but I think we're going to do it again next year, and it'll be the, the next um, Olive Crest tournament where the food, 
the food industry comes together, and we raise about $300,000 in one day, which is pretty good. Okay, and all that money, again, goes to <clears throat> taking care of the kids. All right, so we got that done this week. We had, like I said, Fishing Festival and Taco Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then today you're, you're, you're taking me to Lake Elsinore. Who's taking who? <laughs> you want me to, well, I'll take you. I can be you. No, no, no. I'm just saying you're, yeah, you. I'm driving. Yes, but you want to go too. Of course I want to go. You, I love it up there. It, you love it up there. You love the bobber. Oh, my God. The bobber's just great food. And we have great friends up there too. Yeah, you know, you're sitting in the bobber and on the, on the, uh, on the deck of the bobber and you're watching the, the mm-hmm. lake. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a great, it's a great if location. If we get there before sunset, we can actually watch the sun go down over the lake. It, it doesn't get any any better than that. So we got that done. Then last night, okay, Ron, myself, and you, Rhonda, got a chance to go to the Costa Mesa Country Club, and we celebrated. Um, Don Hansen. Yes. Okay, what was your take on it? You know, I didn't realize that he has been supporting and doing this for as long as he has. It's remarkable Mm -hmm. uh, that he's been supporting uh, fishing in the fishing industry and getting people out on the water for, what, over 50 years or something like that? Right, so, yeah, Mm -hmm. so so, uh, the the award he got last night was the Anthony Haish 2021 Conservation Award, and it was honoring, obviously, Don Hansen at the Costa Mesa Country Club, okay? And it was so great to see so many people in the industry uh, there last night. I mean, uh, Ron, uh, the who's who was there last night honoring this great man, okay? Mm-hmm. In fact, we got the chance to sit with, uh, let's see, we the mayor of uh, San Clemente, uh, Kathy Ward and also Senator Patricia Bates. Okay, and what I love about the two ladies, okay, is the fact that they're huge supporters of fishing yep. and the fishing industry, and they've known Don forever and ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, because um, the mayor of San Clemente—that's where he lives. He lives in San Clemente. It was nice to hear. The mayor of Dana Point says, you know, it's okay that you live over there, but we're really happy that Dana Wharf is actually at Dana Point. <laughs> so you could you could feel the love in the room for this man, yeah. okay, and what he's done. Also keep in mind the largest whale watching organization is Dana Wharf. In the world, by the way. In wow. the world. Okay. So they're the, the, the whale watching is just simply off the hook for them. And um, the fishing is, too. It was great to see uh, all the captains. We saw Wooly last night. Uh, we saw Corey. Uh, we saw a whole bunch of guys that are really, um, really good. Mike Lum was there and Bill Shedd from AFCO. Mark Mills. Okay, he's with Daiwa. Robbie Gantz, he's, um, uh, that was there, too. Um, it just... It just goes on and on and on. Jimmy Decker, it was great to see him last night. Um, the list just came, went on and on, so it was very good, and we feel very honored. I want to thank Donna Kalez for inviting the two of us with mm-hmm. Ron there, the three of us, and uh, much appreciated. Much uh, much love to Don, and um, if you guys um, want to do a little research, check it out. Check out what, what Don's been able to do. He's been involved with the tuna uh, Conservancy. He's been involved with uh, just about anything you can imagine. Okay, along those lines, I made a. I, I got upset last um, last Saturday 
because of the oil spill and, and closing up and, and me not understanding really why you can swim off of Huntington Beach. And that means if you're in the water, that means, you know, water's going through your eyes, through your nose, your mouth. So you're in the water, but mm-hmm. you can't fish. <laughs> you can't catch fish. Okay. <laughs> so um, I did get it from a good source that the Department of Fish and Wildlife and a couple other organizations have actually went out, went out of Dana Wharf, went out of uh, Newport, and they had these species that they wanted to catch. They caught, they thought they'd have to do it over several days. They, nope, the fishing was unbelievable. Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's closed. And uh, they were able to get all the species they needed. They even got a snow, um, a snowy grouper. You were showing me that picture yep. this morning. Okay, and... Um, I, we ta- I actually saw Wooly last night. He drove the boat. Paul Hansen drove the boat out of uh, Newport, and they both said they got everything that they needed. Now it's just a matter of them taking it back, checking, I guess, the fish, dissecting it, do whatever they're going to do, and then hopefully reopen it because th- there's no rhyme or reason. You know, I thought it was 130,000 gallons, but it ended up mm-hmm. being about 26,000 gallons. About the size of a swimming pool at a home, the volume, and they've shut down nearly 40 miles of beach, wow. so 40 miles long by eight miles out. And how deep is it in some of those trenches? I've seen it, it goes down to 5,000 feet. So, the volume of liquid, okay, mm-hmm. uh, of the actual spill does just doesn't make any sense. Plus, it was crude. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, you know, it's it's funny how, considering how few people you know were out there participating in that in that take for the test, and they got the snowy grouper. There was there was an, yet another even more rare species, rare for California, not really rare worldwide. Um, that uh, the, the folks at Dana put up on their on their uh, Facebook page yesterday, and um, it's a very rare fish in California. Pretty common in southern Baja if you fish deep. I'm 95% certain I've seen a picture of you with one of these fish. Did you see that? Did you no, see I that missed it. What, that rare species? No, I missed it. What was it? Blue nose tilefish. Yes, yes, I have caught those. Yes, absolutely. Which tells you there's some warm water in the area. But anyway, the, 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 the thing that I'm happy about, at least they're trying to do something, and hopefully in the next couple of weeks, They'll give us back our waters because I don't like it being shut down without any rhyme or reason, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Rhonda, we got to go to break. I hear the music, and you got a mouth full of donuts. I love that. <laughs> okay. Well, at least we're not hearing the gurgling sound. You want me to do exactly. it? Exactly. No, no. You got it? Okay, let's do it. You are listening to Anger Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. We'll be right back. More chewing. Radio AMA 30 KLAA. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. 
machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, this is Kevin Shattenkirk, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. I'm back, and welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio with Sergio, Ron, and Andrew on Angels Radio AM 830, KLAA. Very good. Very okay. good. Very yeah. good. Getting better. Getting better. There's still some breakage there, but we'll uh, we'll fix it. But you know what? I just love having your voice. <laughs> it oh, only took me seven years, so. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's not easy. You're doing you know? good. And I think, uh, let me ask Leilani. Leilani, do we have to change it to Ducks Radio now? Uh, okay, yeah. So now it's duck season. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Duck season. Very Rabbit nice. season. Duck season. I mean, it is duck season. Rabbit season. Okay. So it's all good. So, um, listen, one of the things, uh, you went real quick. How was your hunting trip? Uh, It was good. We saw animals, but nothing uh, in a zone that we can take. So we're going to go back out on Sunday, try a whole new area, and we'll see what happens. Nobody shot you? No. Did see a lot of hunters sitting in chairs, though. (laughs) So I don't know what that meant, but, you know, as we're driving by, they're sitting there just looking around and you know i was like what is this dove season or i don't know what was going on but yeah so, whole new area bait and wait yeah but uh, yeah <laughs> well it's funny my uh, uh my buddy's uh wife um you know she was asking about well how does the deer work do they stalk them and i looked at her like what <laughs> she was serious she thought they came on a truck and they let them go and <laughs> I was like, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, listen, one of the, the things that we've got uh, planned and we were waiting for um, is we're going to get a, a call from uh, one of the local captains. In fact, you were on the boat, <clears throat> Steve Carson. You were on the new Loan. So why don't you give us a little uh, sneak peek of what we're going to yeah. be doing today? Yeah, I was not. I, I want to emphasize, I was not on the boat when they made the heroic rescue. 
okay, just, you know, I had nothing to do with it. Uh, you know, I'm like everybody else. I'm just in awe to what happened uh, uh, a little bit earlier in the week uh, when the weather was. Uh, those that have fished offshore this week know that there are a couple days that the weather was was bad and a couple days when the weather was really bad. And if you're out in the area of Tanner Bank or Cortez Bank, it was super bad. So anyway, they're out there, you know, doing the bluefin tuna thing in the middle of the night, and it's definitely stormy. And Captain Marcus Medak, who I, I have known for over 25 years, um, was at the helm of the New Land, and thought, just thought, he saw like a little weird, like a little light, almost like the little flashlight that, you know, that everybody has in their cell phone. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's kind of a weird thing to be 100 miles offshore, uh, uh, you know, um, in an area where there's shown to be a couple of sport fishing boats, definitely not in the shipping lanes. And so he goes to investigate, goes over to investigate, and there's a ponga, a, 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 a ponga with pretty low freeboard anyway, and about 16 people in it along with, with uh, two coyotes, and not not the not the kind that's a that looks like a dog, <laughs> human kind. And um, and they're out of gas, they're out of food, they're out of water, they've been adrift, powerless for three days. And again, this boat's got you know maybe 12 inches of freeboard. It's just an open boat, and the weather is coming up. Uh, they they would not have lasted eight more hours. That weather would have come up and that boat would have been swamped, and no one would have even known they were there. But, um, you know, Marcus uh, uh, got to them, gave them some, you know, some uh, provisions, some, uh, some snacks, some water, contacted the Coast Guard. Coast Guard first sent a plane just, that just kind of circled around. Uh, then they sent a helicopter, and then they were able to get a cutter out there to tow them in. And Marcus stayed with them until that, until that cutter boat um, got to them and certainly is responsible for saving every one of those lives so pretty pretty miraculous and much to everybody's surprise the the u.s coast guard was able to to scramble and put a little ceremony together yesterday and i don't know where marcus got a suit (laughs) (laughs) i saw that in fact let me do this where where did he get that hey carson uh, carson uh uh, Marcus is having a trouble getting through, so I'm going to turn the show over to you guys. Go ahead and finish that thought. I'm going to go a step outside, uh, give him a call, and see what's the problem. Okay, so okay. keep talking about the um, this event because I saw the pictures. Hilarious. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's not hilarious. It's just unexpected. Um, you know, they're up on a podium, um, it, you know, at uh, uh, the, the Port of San Diego, I think is where they are. And, uh, you know, the flag, they've got the blue bunting behind them. And, you know, there's a, uh, an admiral of some sort. He's got, a lot of, he's got a lot of stripes on his sleeve. So I'm not sure exactly what that means he is. And, uh, and handing Marcus uh, a little award, shaking hands, Marcus looks just as proud as can be as he should be. Yeah, the, the, you know, I mean, it's all fully deserved. It's just no, no one knew that Marcus had a suit. So, so uh, uh, that that was pretty amazing. I went out uh, a couple of days later with, uh, you know, Marcus was on land getting this award. We didn't even really know. And I was out. Uh, we fished. We went out Wednesday night. And we fished on Thursday on the New Land with Captain Adam Williams. But a couple of the a couple of the crew that were aboard during the um, 
during the rescue, we're also working our trip, including Raul, the cook on the boat. Uh, mm-hmm. He's from Cuba, so he provided very, very valuable translation uh, services while all this was going on. Well, actually, let me, uh, let me, let me interrupt you for a second because we've got Captain Marcus Medak of the New Low End. Uh, Good morning, Marcus. Morning. Sorry you had a problem getting through, but we got you in there. Um, welcome aboard. <laughs> so do me a favor, Marcus, for all our listeners, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, we know you, but our, our listeners may not, so introduce yourself. Uh, all right. Well, good morning, everyone. My name is uh, Marcus Medic, uh, and I, uh, I am one of the owners or have owned the uh, new line for the last uh, 2004 now. Mm-hmm. I, I do have a partner now. Is that uh, my other captain, uh, he was talking about Adam, also owns a quarter of the boat now. But uh, anyway... I'm uh, running a boat down here in San Diego for uh, for a little while now. It's been a while, Marcus. I know. So um, you're over there at Fisherman's uh, la- uh, Landing, okay? In fact, uh, the funny thing is, we went out on the I'm ocean. Not. I'm not. I'm not at Fisherman's Landing. Point Loma? Is it Point? Next door. Point Loma Sport Fishing. Which one? Point Loma. Point Loma. I'm sorry. Point Loma. I just went the right, the wrong ramp. I went down the wrong ramp. All right. Yeah. So Point Loma. Okay. Right there. Um, and it was funny because uh, Friday I had no idea that that Steve Carson was on the boat with you. We were on uh, going out of H and M, and it was kind of cool to see the two boats go out. Um, great stuff. So Marcus, um, you know, Steve Carson was telling us a story. Uh, and we will talk about carb. That's very important. But we had started with your rescue, okay? And I think it's important because it just shows that the fishing industry can do good, all right? And uh, a lot of time that's overlooked. We're always portrayed as the bad guys, but not in this case. So um, what was, Steve, where did you leave off? Okay, so that Marcus can continue. Well, yeah, no, I was just mentioning that that uh, I wasn't on the boat with Marcus when they when they made this great rescue, but uh, we fit, we went out Wednesday night and fished Thursday, and a couple of the crew were on the boat and you know told various versions of the of the story, and in particular Raúl, of course, uh, who's from Cuba and was able to provide some some pretty valuable translation services, and you just take it from there. I wasn't there; you were, so people want to hear it. All right, well, uh, I feel like we, we got pretty darn lucky. Hey, Marcus, hold on a second. I need you to talk very loud and into your phone. You're coming in and out, so uh, get okay, real tight. Let me, let, me, uh, let me try putting you on speakerphone. Sometimes that works better with a phone. Okay, see, now, you, now we can hear you better. Uh, how about now? Much better. Excellent. All right, I think it's this phone case, perhaps. But anyway... Uh, we were out. This was we had a, a three-day trip that departed last Thursday, and uh, we headed out near uh, Tanner Bay, about 90 miles offshore. We'd gotten out there. We had uh, found a nice pool of bluefin. We'd actually had a, a pretty darn nice stop middle of the night there, around midnight. Got uh, a handful of, of nice big fish. 
And as it kind of dried up, we I went upstairs to take a look to, at the electronics, see if we still had any fish around or uh, and what was going on where we were as we'd been drifting along. And uh, as I looked around, there, I knew there was one other boat in the vicinity of us. There was one other board boat, and I was really the only traffic around, so I wanted to take a look and see where he was when I fired up to uh, get going, make sure we were clear. And uh, I could see a couple of very dim lights moving around what I thought at first was a long ways away, but, but I, I started seeing that they were actually moving, so I could see that they were probably closer than I first thought. Mm-hmm grab my binoculars and, and I could see that there was something floating on the water but this was the middle of the night remember right. it was uh, right about one in the morning and we had uh, pretty heavy overcast that night it was it was a full moon but it was dark because we had heavy overcast and, and there you know there was no ambient lighting at all so I could just kind of get the vague impression that there was something floating there and it was uh it was choppy that night. It was not flat calm by any means. It was uh, probably blowing 18 knots. We had about six foot, you know, seas. Not terribly rough or anything, but enough that it's very, very difficult to see uh, something floating in the dark or, you know, keep an eye on it. So. I saw that there was something there. We spun around, turned on all our lights. And so heading that way, and as we got closer, we could see in our spotlight that uh, that it was actually a bonga. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I, I had seen with the lights that there must have been somebody waving it around. My first thought was that it could have been a kayaker that had gotten blown off course. I, I was thinking maybe it was a, you know somebody that was kayaking uh, around the Channel Islands or something and, and had gotten blown off horse and had been drifting because they were clearly trying to attract our attention. But as we got closer, we could see it was a, a mid-sized ponga, kind of a, well, yeah, mid-sized, around a 28 or 30-footer it looked like, and it was full of people. As we got close, we could see it had, uh, you know, a lot of people in it. Um, yeah, were, I, I guess I guess the the important thing here is that um, you know I, I, my understanding is that your crew handled this extremely professionally. Uh, you guys went into action like you're trained to do, and you were able to uh, rescue these people. Now, did you put them on your boat? Uh, called Coast Guard. Well, what actually happened? Uh, we did not put them on the boat. It was, like I said, it was it was uh, not very nice weather. It was pretty darn choppy. Mm-hmm. And my assessment was it would have been really dangerous to try to uh, bring them aboard. At the time, the weather wasn't going to be coming up in the next couple of hours. And the boat wasn't taking on water or anything. They didn't have a whole lot of freeboard, but... But uh, they weren't taking on any, you know, that there weren't any waves going over the side or anything. So it looked like they were going to be okay for a little while. But trying to come up alongside them was difficult. We, we got close enough that we could shout to them, and we found out they'd been drifting for three days. They were out of water. They needed water. Um, we were able to maneuver close enough that we could cross a heaving line over and, and 
pass some water and uh, some food over to them. But I, my assessment was it would have been extremely dangerous to right. try to bring anyone aboard. I think uh, the odds are that we would have ended up very easily either capsizing the boat mm-hmm. or uh, having somebody get smashed between our boat and theirs. And so well, and that's we when... figured it was just back off a little bit. We got a hold of the Coast Guard. They were able to scramble a helo and get it en route to us very quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we just stayed there idling around. Um, keeping an eye on it. At a far enough distance that we could keep an eye on them and make sure if something did go wrong that we would be in the vicinity and be able to uh, help them out. But, uh, well, congratulations. And you know what? That goes a long way. I mean, regardless of whatever situations are going on either side, um, you know, bottom line is some people were in distress. And here it is, another fishing vessel doing good. You know what I'm saying? Trained to do good. And I, uh, I applaud you and I thank you on behalf of humankind. You like that? Mm-hmm. Or because you can't say mankind anymore. You got to say humankind. Well, I think it's really um, remarkable is that. You, you you saw something that wasn't quite right, and you checked it out. I think a lot of people would just say, oh, it was nothing or a trick of the light or, or something. But you did something about it, and I think that's commendable. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, you're, you're supposed to just say thank you. <laughs> I... Right. Well, I was going to say, as a, as a professional mariner, you know, you, you have to have a lot of respect for the ocean. And if something isn't right, you, you check really... It out. You, you check know, it out. You did it. Okay, Marcus, hold, Marcus, hold on a second. I've got to take a, a quick break. Stay with me, okay? And I'll come back to you, and then we'll get into the carb as well, okay? All right, folks, uh, Rhonda, take us out. Okay. You are listening to Angler Chronicles on Ducks Radio, AM830 KLAA, and we'll be right back. I want to know what's been going on in your life. Talk to me, baby. Your hair, perfume you wear, brings back Hi, this is Kevin Shattenkirk, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. 
Attention anglers. Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods. The manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate. The rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate. A proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Ducks Radio, AM 830. Welcome back to Angle Chronicles on Ducks Radio. AM830 KLAA. Yeah, caught you off guard, you see? This is live radio. Mm-hmm. Right, Steve Carson and Marcus? This is live. you got to be ready. Anyway, so Marcus, you were letting us know um, what's, what was going on. Uh, I, again, on, on our behalf, you know, I applaud you uh, because that means all the training uh, that you guys get throughout your tenure, I mean, is it, when, when, it, when it's needed and it needs to be put to the test, it works perfectly i know you guys practice man overboard you practice all these kind of things and then like you said you're on the ocean you know that mother did i mean a lot of fishermen just go and say it's all good right but you don't realize how dangerous the ocean can be mother nature and the sea needs to be respected and um unfortunately sometimes things happen and i'm just glad there's people like you marcus there's captains that know what's going on in the event something does go down you go Okay, and you take care of things. So I appreciate that. And we thank you, Marcus, on behalf of everybody, everybody that goes out to see every fisherman. Thank you for what you do. All right. Well, thank you. You're very okay. kind. All right. So there you go. There you go. So my wife over here, she's all smiling, giving me the thumbs up. He said, thank you. <laughs> I, I meant it as a compliment when yes. I told him to say thank you. I was in the same position. People would say nice things to me, and I would like, oh, no, no, no. Someone had told me that. They said, you're just supposed to accept the compliment and say thank you. So that that was all. I, I truly meant it as, as a compliment. Very good. Thank you. All right, Marcus, let, let's get into um, the, perhaps the main reason you called in. And the main reason you got called in here is we have a, a major storm brewing for the fishing industry, actually for anybody on the ocean, okay, that uh, has a boat. Okay, so I'd like to take... Or get your take on carb. All right. Well, my take on carb. <laughs> remember, remember, you can't you can't say bad words. <laughs> it's a family show. <laughs> oh, I, my take on carb. I've uh, I'm kind of bitter at carb because I've been spending a heck of a lot of time here recently on land in front of my computer and uh, away from the ocean. So I'm. A little annoyed because that's that's how I've had to dedicate my attention here lately. Um, and I think most of the anglers might know the broad strokes, but I, I, I'll so I'll, I'll take it back a little ways. Um, and you know, Carb is an agency here in California. I'm going to start out by being very complimentary. I think. CARB has done, over the years, an amazing job in California. I remember growing up here in, 
the early 80s in, in Southern California, and anytime driving through Los Angeles, I never realized for years and years that there were fantastic mountains right next to L.A. with snow on top of them. You couldn't see it. Right. And, 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 and it has been thanks to CARB doing amazing things as far as pollution goes in uh, Southern California and California as a whole. And let, let me just However, stop you there. CARB, CARB for or everybody listening, stands for California. California exactly. Okay. So, and they've done a lot of. I remember those days just like you, where you would just see this this brown film, and it was like a wall. You couldn't see anything. So they have done some good. The problem is, I think they're overreaching now. At this point, at this point, um, I think the easier things, for the most part, have been done, and they've got things. They feel like they need to go further, um, and in some cases that may be true, but also in some cases I think they are misguided. Uh-huh. And so right now they have a mission where they need to try to clean up the air in some of the bigger ports of the state, uh, particularly L.A., Long Beach Harbor. Um, and there's a lot of industry in that area. And they have uh, decided that one of the things that they could clean up is uh, the emissions from uh, commercial harbor craft things like uh, tugboats and workboats. And for some reason, I, it, it's unclear to me, but they decided to lump um, commercial passenger fishing vessels or uh, sport fishing boats, you know, sport boats, charter boats, as we colloquially call them. Um, they decided to lump us into that category. And, and that just... Uh, I think I don't know. I don't understand at all why they did that. But clearly, there are some problems with pollution in some of those major ports. I don't disagree. That right, but, but, but however, mm-hmm, however, sport fishing boats, for the most part, are not operating there. So it, it to get us to do major changes in order to fix that situation isn't going to do anything. Right. The majority of the fuel that I burn and what pollution my engines cause, I mean, you could just tie me up to the dock um, every day, make sure nothing ever runs. It's not going to make a whit of a difference. Correct. To the air quality in uh, in L.A. Long Beach Harbor. It's just not. But I think, I think the worst thing about this... Difference. You know, and I think most of our listeners, we've been dealing with this for, we've been talking about it for a few weeks now. Uh, the, the key is, is this. They're asking you to make modifications, first of all, that are, are insane, unrealistic, and for, some, for something that doesn't really exist. And some the latest information that I just was able to get a hold of here, it says that um, this experimental engine technology uh, is known to stall vessels and catch on fire. Now, that's one thing if uh, a tractor-trailer, you know, stalls on the freeway or catches fire, you know. What, what do you do on a vessel on the ocean? 
<laughs> okay, so uh, there's a lot of ridiculousness going on here, and there is a chance for people to get involved because I, I guess what I'm putting out to all our listeners is this: uh, you know, party boat fishing, okay, like we know it, whale watching, ecotourism, dive boats, all of that will go away. Mm-hmm. Okay, they don't want any fiberglass or uh, wooden boats. Okay, they're not going to be able to handle these new per- experimental engines. Okay, so um, the, the, it's going to force a lot of these uh, guys like you, boat owners, to have to buy a brand new boat or make modifications that will break the bank. And basically, you'll have to go away. So uh, our listeners need to get involved. Okay, and um, how would you have them get involved? Well, the best there's a petition at savefishing.com. It'd be great if you can um, sign up. Yeah, let's do it one more time. So uh, I want everybody to go to www.savefishing.com. Okay, savefishing.com, all one word. Go in there, sign the petition. It'll take you about 15 seconds to do we need to get it out there because um, it's coming up in November, correct, uh, for um, the, the the vote? Yeah, that's correct. The the, um, the hearing, the meeting, the commission meeting is coming up in mid-November. And the main takeaway, as far as I'm concerned, is what they're asking us to do, we cannot do with the vessels that most of us have, and they readily acknowledge that. Um and they claim that we're just going to be able to buy new ones and pass the cost on to you guys. But, but It's ridiculous. I, I've been in this business for a long time at this point, and, and the financials, that they're not there. Right. Well, Marcus, it's do me a favor. For people to go uh, party boat fishing in, in California anymore. It'll be... It'll be uh, not economically viable. All right, Marcus, do me a favor. i got to go to break real quick. Stay with me. We'll come back and we'll finish that thought, okay? All right, folks, take us out, Rhonda. You are listening to Angler Chronicles on Ducks Radio, AMA 30, KLAA, and we'll be right back. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Ducks. Don't you just love the smell of old books? This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. It really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. Prescription products require an online consultation. Restrictions supply. See website for details and important safety information. Think you might have ED? ED is common, but the solution is simple. I didn't have to talk to a doctor in person, and the medication was shipped right to my door. Get access to doctors online who can prescribe you FDA-approved ED medication if appropriate. The same active ingredient as name brands, but 90% cheaper. Rise to the occasion or your money back. Go to 4 slash joy to get your first visit free. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash joy. Ducks Radio AMA 30. L-A-A. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Your flagship station for Anaheim Ducks hockey. 
The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. I'm going to ask uh, Danny Jackson, uh, the sheriff, I need you to stay on deck there for a second. Let me let me finish up with Marcus. I'm talking to Marcus Medak of the New Loan. We've got Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs, uh, Andrew Mack, and Rhonda in studio. Marcus, go ahead and finish your thought. Uh, I think where you, where you were at is that uh, basically they're asking you to implement a technology that... Um, doesn't exist number one what does exist has a lot of issues um fires uh uh stalling occurs so that i don't know how that's going to happen the size too yeah the size is a big issue Mm -hmm. uh they don't want any more wooden or fiberglass boats and i want for all the private owners you better keep that in mind so if you've got a center console a little skiff and it's made out of anything it, it, it you won't be able to afford this either. And you say that you were passing on the cost to us, the consumer. Um, what do you? Ex- what could you foresee a ticket to go on a day and a half trip costing? <clears throat> I mean, it would be ridiculous, Marcus. Well, yeah, it, it, it's not going to be viable for the majority of the fleet, and I don't see that it's going to be possible to... Uh, that replace the majority of the fleet in a in a cost efficient manner, unless the unless the state of California is going to foot part of the bill, it, it's just not going to happen. I'd build a, a a modern boat to replace what I've got now. You know, it's going to be in the neighborhood of four to five million dollars, especially with with uh, with the newer technology required, the newer machinery, and that's a, at a very bare minimum. It's probably going to be closer to six million dollars, and and by the time you figure out what that finance cost is, that the tickets are, you know, it's just, it's not going to make sense. You know, a day and a half trip is going to be probably, you know, I, I, even if we doubled our tickets, I'm not sure that we would be able to pay for that. I don't think Possibly. so. But we'd be looking at, you know, $1,000 a day to go out on sports. You know, on a on an overnight or, or day and a half trip is what we'd be looking at realistically. It's going to be in that neighborhood. Yeah. So anyway, so Marcus, I got to yeah, wrap it up here. So let let me just do this. The most important thing, and some of the things that um, got me going here, um, we need more of you guys to get involved. My understanding, only 1,600 public comments have been submitted so far, and there's 2 million of us uh, anglers in the state of California. We need to get involved. And the best way to do it is just take 15, 20 seconds of your time, fill out this petition. It's called SaveFishing.com. And you you can hear it in Marcus's uh, voice. You can hear it in all the guests that we've had so far. The pain. It is a pain. Mm -hmm. Because uh, we're going to put... 40,000 jobs out of the state, okay? Uh, people don't realize that fishing industry is about $5.6 billion a year, okay? 5.6 with a B, billion a year. 
40,000 jobs, um, a way of life for a, a, a lot of us, you know. Um, it's just not right. It's just not right. Um, some things are great, and I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, you're right. From the 70s to now, the, the quality of the air has been a lot better. But some of the things that they're requesting are just simply ridiculous. And, and, and there is a tendency to, to do that. They well, go too if far. I may interject, they're not sure. just ridiculous, but they're not going to help. They're, they're not going to improve anything. What, and that, that's my biggest problem with it is you're, they're making a very expensive ask for all of us. It's going to make it almost impossible for most Californians to be able to get out on the water nowadays. Mm-hmm. And in return, uh, they're going to get nothing back because the air is not going to improve in those areas because of what they're asking to do. So they're, they're asking a lot, and and uh, the public is going to get nothing. Right. And let me just say this. It's kind of funny and ironic that, you know, here's just another hurdle. I mean, AB 3030, you know, they're trying to shut down most of the coast. You know, MLPAs. I look at the oil spill over here in Huntington Beach, the Dana Wharf. I mean, it's been, what, a month already? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a fraction. It's it's nothing. And yet yet we're still like another closure. Yeah, guys, you have to understand that the, the, the state uh, legislature is not necessarily our friend when it comes to hunting and fishing. So that we need to get involved, okay? We're, we're the voters at the end of the day. We're, we're, we're the, they work for us, but we got to let them know what we want. And this is something that we need to have. If not, you can kiss goodbye fishing, you can kiss goodbye whale watching, ecotourism, diving, anything that goes out on the water is going to be an issue. So you got to get involved. Savefishing.com and sign the petition. And then it's not just fishermen that we need to sign it. It's fishermen, their families, their family families, friends, friends of friends. Get everybody because even if they don't fish, they're still supporting you. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, Sergio, um, I... While, while, while you guys were talking, um, on the uh, Friends of Angler Chronicles Facebook page, I put up uh, links to the petition, links to leave comments, and just uh, links for more information. If you want to read a little bit more, if you're a gearhead and you know you know a little bit about engines, you can read the whole thing. It, uh, so I added all that on there. I agree. Thank you so much, Steve, for putting that in there. That's a lot of reading. That's a lot of reading, but you, know, but you know what? There's a lot of need. There's a I, lot yeah, of need. I try to remember. I, it's a lot of reading. I think that proposed amendments to that rule is about 350 pages, and there's uh, about seven or eight uh, appendices that go along with that. So it's a, it's a lot of reading. All right. Marcus. If, uh, you know, if you can't sleep. I recommend it. All right. Well, listen, Marcus, thank you for calling in. Thank you for the work that you did in saving uh, those passengers. And thank you for leading these uh, great trips. I mean, the new Loan, we feature you on Anger Chronicles on the Facebook page quite often. And I know Steve Carson just got off the boat on Friday morning and had a good time. So that's what it's all about. And please continue to do the work. And um, we're thankful for you. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, yeah, Marcus. No, I, I just, as far as what happened last week, all I can say is I'm just really thankful that we happened to be in the right place at the right time. And really, that's all it boils down. We were in the right place at the right time. and uh, With yes, the right training. Mm-hmm. With the but right training. With the right training. It was, 
we were in the right place at the right time, and, and that was due to the fact that we were able to be out on the ocean and were able to spend a lot of time out there. more people that are out there, the more people are going to be in the right place at the right time. All right. Thank you, Marcus. Marcus, the new low end at a Point Loma Sport Fishing. Okay, go ahead and cue up that music, Leilani. Let's let's make it happen here. Oh, yeah. I know. I had him on deck it's there. It's that time. All right. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the, jig the legend, himself. the jig slinger himself. Rhonda, why don't you bring him in? Mr. Danny Jackson. How's that, Jackson? Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Rhonda. Nice to hear your voice. Good morning. And, of course, good morning, Rhonda. And, of course, Steve Carson, Ron, Andrew. Nice to hear everybody there, uh, Sergio. You know, um, I've got to say, I was just listening. Uh, I was mesmerized by Captain Marcus' account of the of the rescue. It was just so good that he was there. That would have been 25 people just lost forever, no doubt. And, and uh, so, anyway, it, it was just Good to hear. And um, also talking about carb, I, you know, he, he spoke about that a lot, about safefishing.com. That's so important to all of us. You know, uh, Sergio, you know my son, Corby, of course, and mm-hmm. he's not a sport fisherman anymore. He's, he's commercial fishing. But nevertheless, he's concerned about this thing, too. And, and uh, so we should all be concerned about it because how many private uh, boats, uh, are going to be affected by this eventually, you know. So, uh, yeah, safefishing.com, we've got to get everybody to uh, sign that. I know I did, and and uh, it's really important. But anyway, it's nice, nice to hear Captain Mark, because I, unfortunately, I've never met him. I, I Back in the back in the day, I'm talking even the 60s, I fished on the Noodle Land a lot back in those days. That was my go-to boat. It was a skipper named Dick Gadosh, which I suspect not very many people remember him but but uh, it was good good fishing good platform but it's nice to hear his account of the rescue and what he had to say about uh, safefishing.com and so it's, it, it's all good so I'm just glad you guys are back from your ocean odyssey uh, trip I I uh, looked at your account I haven't talked to you since sir Jill but yeah I was just waiting for, like uh, for Rick to call good. in oh yeah we got limits of oh, yellow okay. We had limits of yellowtail. We had a yellowfin. We had a couple of uh, skipjack as well. And, you know, um, Killer here, uh, she, she did pretty well. I think she limited out on the yellowtail. Yes, I did. There it was you know. a great well, trip. And, and I'm going to let Ron account for this because he was laughing. So she goes out there and she busted a hook. <laughs> Ron, you take it from there. She, she So she walks over and says, Ron, Ron, I need a hook. And I go, okay. I, I was out. I had a line in. So let me reel it up. And I turn around and she's gone. Uh-huh. And I go, Rhonda, did you get a hook tied on? She goes, no, I just got a new rod. <laughs> she did that twice. Yeah, did it twice. I, I go, well, just throw the other one overboard. We don't need that one. No, I put, so, it, in, I put it in the little holder so you could put a new hook on it for me. So but she's they, pretty self-sufficient Surge has all these rods, and I was like, why am I waiting? Okay, Keyword. Surge yeah. has all these rods. You brought them. I, they were all lined up. <laughs> right? So both of mine, I, I lost the hook just pulled off or chewed off or whatever off. okay okay i i don't think busted well, no, okay when you when the fish came over it probably swallowed and they just cut the hook yeah. so anyways i stuck them in the little thingy and i was like why am i gonna wait he's got all these other rods over there so i'm like 
I'm just going to grab another rod and go to the rail. That, they were biting. That's the CFO. Yeah, but here's here's the thing. At one point, she grabbed my bass rod. I did. And I even and with told him. a brand new reel that I got last week, I go, no. Nah. Here, babe, take this one. Give yeah. me that one. I did. I, I, hadn't, I, even like, set, dude, I hadn't even set the drag. Oh, I'm man. Like, I, have the ba- I have your bass rod. And I'm and like, Ron, oh. here's Ron trying to help you out. Put a hook on. You didn't even wait. You I didn't. Get this. I couldn't. They were biting. And so, so Danny Jackson, bottom line is the monster was in full flare. Uh, <laughs> the monster. <laughs> okay, you have no idea. She, she's getting bossier and bossier as we go along. Mm-hmm. Ron and I, we oh, tried to man. we tried to pay her last night to buy Angler Chronicles. We'll just you know, instead of you buying it, we'll just give it to you and we'll pay you money, right? And um, we're a working. Sweet deal. <laughs> yeah, Ron, I can take over. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of listeners are gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, all right, Jackson, I can hear the music in the background, so you hang on tight. And uh, I'll hold on. But we'll come back uh, in a few seconds. Uh, you know, I know you're on your phone there, darling, but uh, you got to take us out. There's music. Uh huh. Caught you, CFO. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at new dishes. Just so that everybody knows. I'm <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you, you are listening to Angler Chronicles on Ducks Radio and AMA 30 KLAA. And we'll be right back. Jacob Silverberg, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme, Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next-level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Why settle for one boat when you can have access to nearly 20 in Huntington Beach and San Diego? With a Freedom Boat Club membership, enjoy fishing, water sports, and exploring local waterways aboard late model boats from top brands. Call 888-781-7363 today to learn about our one-time entry fee, low monthly membership dues, and three free months when you join the club. That's 888-781-7363 or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, this is Jacob Silver, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles with Sergio, Ron, and Andrew on Ducks Radio AM 830 KLAA. All right, there you go, Danny. <laughs> Sitting up. Beautiful, uh, beautiful. I love it. I love it. So, okay. So uh, I also, well, I'm, let me just say this, Steve Phelps uh, from Long Beach Sport Fishing. Hang on tight. I'll get right to you. All right. I don't want, I don't want Steve to go anywhere. All right, Danny Jackson, give me your spiel. All right. Tomorrow, tomorrow on Valley Sports West, 830 tomorrow morning, we're going to run Cedrus Royalty from the Hotel Zamar Palace. This is not your most recent trip. It was the one you made last year. We got the, the new one coming up. But uh-huh. this is an excellent episode. You know, uh, again, the Zamar, Hotel Zamar Palace put together by Baja Fishing Convoys. And um, 
Well, you tell tell the folks about it. You you were there, Sergio. Oh, great, Ron and I, and yellows, everything. Ron and I were on uh, the boat with Ben, and it was just simply an amazing, amazing trip. Uh, good sized calico bass, some uh, a, a couple of really, really, really nice yellowtail. The rest were all really good yellowtail. We had a really good time, and um, we really de definitely recommend that location. Uh, this year we went back. You'll you'll see an episode coming out soon. And, and I just wanted to give you the heads up. I don't know if you got it. Uh, John sent me the rough draft of the Dream Extreme. It's unbelievable. Okay, so I'm really looking forward to that one coming out soon there, Danny. Yeah, well, that'll be next, and we're looking forward to that, Sergio. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, and you you got out uh, yesterday, and you on the Freedom Boat Club, and you got some pretty decent yeah, I, uh, rock fishing. Yeah, I, it, it, the one amazing thing about yesterday, of course, was the weather. It was just grease all day. Sergio, I actually fished. You won't believe this. I fished, fished until three thirty yesterday afternoon. A breeze just would not come up, and so we just kept fishing. We <laughs> got a lot of fish. Uh, not, nothing to write home about, but a lot of fish. Mm -hmm. And uh, on one, one of the defiant pilot houses at the Boat Club. And, and we're going to have an episode coming out here in November, a uh, brand-new Freedom Boat Club episode. So looking forward to that. Anyway, tomorrow morning at 8.30, look forward to Cedrus Royalty. It'll, it'll air five times on Valley this next week. And um, appreciate everything. Looking forward to hearing from Steve Phelps there. I appreciate it. And, Danny, thank you so much for everything that you do. I'm glad you were able to pick up the biggies. So go ahead. Andrew. Hey, Danny, real quick, uh, yeah. just looking at your post from uh, five days ago, uh, you said uh, Irvine Lake with the big blues. October was the month. And if you notice, uh, yeah. just about five days ago, a guy caught a 50-pounder on shore. So uh, <laughs> there's oh, st right? October oh, still the month, yeah. So that one would qualify. You, you know, Denny Jackson at one point told us, we were filming, he says, if it ain't 30, I'm not even turning it on. <laughs> yeah. Not even turning on the, the, the camera. <laughs> Remember that, Jackson? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we had so much fun up there. I know we, we caught a lot, lot, a lot of nice fish with, with Don Spencer. Uh, made some good episodes up Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Uh, we should. Yeah, we, we might want to resuscitate some of those and bring them back. Maybe do a, a little. You know, maybe a compilation. Of Throwback all of them. Thursday. Yeah, because I mean, there was some really good fishing at Irvine Lake, and maybe that may, maybe push them to mm. maybe hopefully, get people to ask it. Can you give it back to us the way it was? Right, but anyway, right. Danny take, Jackson, take thank you, my friend. Just to give you a heads up, I'm on the water on Tuesday and Thursday. If you'd like to join me. Okay. I'll okay, I'll take a look at that, Sergio. You bet. All right, I'll thank you, Steve. At. I mean, okay. Danny. <laughs> I'm already looking. Rhonda? Yes, yes. Say good day to Danny. Bye, Danny. He's gone. Rhonda, nice to hear you on the radio there. Yeah, and you'll, okay. have to, you'll have to let me know when you're going to go out fishing with Sergio, because I'd love to go back out on the water with you. That's what we need to do. Mm -hmm. We really do. Yes. All right. Good, good weather right now. And, okay, I'll sure I, and I'll make sure I make you a sandwich. <laughs> okay, I'll look forward to that, Rhonda. Okay, you, you know, I now, always... did you get him the fish that he needed? Did you get him the salmon and the uh, salmon? How I don't think we did. Okay, uh, and I have any... to do that, and I have to do that for Don too. For Don Southerberg to get him some. some but you've had me so busy the last couple weekends, I, I haven't know, had a chance to do but it. Let's get that done for. So I just want everybody to know that I put the blame on Sergio. Of course, you always do. <laughs> All right, you know, it, it, nothing new here, Jackson. Bye, Danny. All nothing, right. nothing new, nothing new. Okay. <laughs> All right, thanks, Jackson. You guys have a
Have a great weekend. Okay, All right. bye. All right, let's bring on Mr. Steve Phelps from Long Beach Sport Fishing. Uh, we still got him on there, uh, Leilani? And um, they're having some great, great uh, fishing on the Victory and the El Dorado mm-hmm. lately. Okay, so uh, Leilani, Leilani, do we have uh, Steve? Can we get Steve on here? There you go, Steve. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How's everyone doing? Good, 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 my friend. I was just saying, the Victory and the uh, El Dorado, pretty damn good fishing. Oh yeah, yeah. El Dorado's been uh, been doing really well at San Nick, getting close to sack limits on those big jumbo quality rockfish. You know, mix in a few ling cod, lots of big sheephead. It's been really, really good fishing. Uh, before I forget, um, tonight's trip, guys, Halloween special for the El Dorado. It's only one forty-nine per person, prepaid through the website, San Nicolas Island. So uh, jump on tonight, guys. Boat leaves at 8.30 p.m. Um, I'd also like to mention every Wednesday night departure for the El Dorado until further notice will be $149 special. So tonight is 149 and every Wednesday night uh, until further notice, you can jump on the El Dorado for only 149 That's a good deal. The website. Yeah, yeah. And I'd also, like to mention, we are on San Nick's schedule, guys. All uh, right. We have switched over from Island Freelance to San Nick. And, of course, as always, that's, that's weather permitting, you know, which means that if we can't make it to Nick and we can make it to SBI or Clemente and do some good bottom fishing, we'll do that. Um, but, again, it's... Uh, been really really good fishing so just uh if you guys can make it out tonight just jump on the website longbeachsportfishing.com click book online and you can jump on the el dorado going to san nick for only 149 dollars very cool well uh ron we're going out uh when we're november 7th uh how's that how's that looking steve you are sold out you are sold out guys but we do have a we do have a a standby list so we no one's on it and Mm -hmm. um you know you good shot to still get on guys so Get the landing and call to guess, get on guess, standby. Guess yeah, can, Steve, can you put me on standby, please? I'm going to try to get the day <laughs> off. <laughs> I won't put you on I'll put you on the trip. There okay, if I can get the day off, I'll be there. Yeah, so we, uh, so we leave Sunday mo- uh, Sunday night, right, Ron? Right, Sunday night at 8.30. Okay, and we yes, will, it's a day and a half. Excellent. Well, listen, we love it, and uh, that's why, you know, Ron makes it a point to make sure that we work with the El Dorado and the Victory. We really, really enjoy those boats, so looking forward and to it. And Vanilla Ice. I told Steve, <laughs> see, see, that wasn't me, that was Andrew Mack. He called me Fresh Prince earlier. Well, you are no, the Fresh Prince. The, the Fresh Prince of Anglo Chronicles. He's a Fresh <laughs> Prince, but here's the, he's not even a Prince, he's a pauper. Oh. Okay, because he's six. Like I I'm thought I was a rescue. Uh, ice, not, ice. You're also a rescue. Okay? <laughs> not even adopted, a rescue. He's, he's a rescue. He's a rescue, yeah. there you go. But he is now only four feet under as there opposed we go. to six. It's Ice Ice Baby, don't worry. Okay. Dun, dun, yeah, but let's not do that. Now, Steve, Steve, thank you. Uh, so, so the fishing is good. Um, one more time, if they want to go ahead and book the uh, a trip, how do they go about it? It's longbeachsportfishing.com, and you click book online or give us a call at 562-432-8993. And can I mention something about the Victory real quick, guys? Absolutely. All right, Victory, uh, it's been really good fishing local. Captain Phil actually had a phenomenal local local trip this week. He ended up with uh, sack limits of rockfish and whitefish for his 20 guys so that's really good fishing local and uh as a lot of you guys know we have been doing a weekday special only 60 dollars uh prepaid through the website to go on the victory um we were going to end it at the end of this month but we have extended that until uh let me see here it's 
sorry, walked away from my computer here, um, until November 12th. So you got another another couple weeks of weekday $60 fishing on the Victory prepaid through the website. It's been really good fishing, guys. Excellent, excellent. So, so hey, Steve, how's the Dreamer doing? Dreamer hasn't, we, he hasn't had a trip this week. Okay. He hasn't had a trip this week. Yeah, so um, that's pretty much, uh, that's all we've had. We've had the Eldorado and the Victory this week, unfortunately. I wish we were little busier but it's getting that time of year you know so you know but we're doing good okay well but i'm just saying for for the for the veteran veteran fishermen you know this is the time that to get the freezer all cleared up you got oh, plenty yeah. of bluefin you got plenty of yellowfin and maybe some yellowtail but what you don't have is some good quality rock fishing link cod, and link cod mm-hmm. uh, reds i mean just over i mean and it's it's a definite a must it's definitely a must all right steve thank you for calling in my friend and remember, everybody, Victory, uh, El Dorado, and the Dreamer, and the, am I missing a boat there? Victory? The R-On. We, have, we have quite a few. Yeah, quite just, a few just look Rocco. them up. Yeah, uh, longbeachsportfishing.com, guys. We'll see you soon. All right, you got it, Steve. Thank you. We'll see you next Sunday. Thanks, man. All right. All right, folks. Uh, let me go real quick here. Let me see if I can get, to, oh, we, we had Rick for, for a second, Captain Rick Scott. Of the Ocean Odyssey, which um, you know, let me just say this, uh, Carson, you and I, uh, and Ron and Rhonda were fishing in the same general vicinity. We went all the way down, about 160 miles down. Um, so, well, actually, I can hear the music. When we come and back, I want, I want Ron to comment on that long, long run, which allowed you to stay in your bunk for a lot longer. Than oh yeah. Long. Well, listen, everybody, hold on tight. We're gonna go take a commercial here, and we come back. I got Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey. Ron, to take us out. You are listening to Angler Chronicles on Ducks Radio M830 KLAA, and we'll be right back. <laughs> This is Adam Henrique, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear, or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles, and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo atabato. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
Hi, this is Cam Fowler, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Welcome back to Anger Chronicles with Sergio, Ron, and Andrew. And who do we have on the line? Rick Scott, Captain Rick Scott. And what's the call letters of the station? Ducks Radio AMA 30 KLAA. There you go. All right, Rick, how was that for an intro? Good morning. How's everybody? Good, 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 good. How are you doing? I'm awake. (laughs) <laughs> well, you told him, hey, you had to be awake. I mean, besides the fact you're behind the uh, wheel of a big vessel, I'm glad you're awake. But you told Rhonda she had to come to the show, and yes. she came into the show. Because Rick told me I had to. I didn't tell her that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I told her to stay home. Stay home and sleep. You made her do that. No, yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, I'm gonna let Ron. I think you're not gonna just bow on this one. Let Ron the interview, Rick. I'm good. All right, mm-hmm. Ron, that's all yours. Take it away. How are you doing, Rick? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. I had, I you know, I did. I I slept great on your boat. It's wonderful, and I have to tell everybody, I love going yeah. on the double O. Rick's a great captain. He's got a great crew. And I love that boat. I love going out on your boat. And besides, we always Thank catch you. fish. Mm-hmm. He always puts us on the fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, ask him how far you went. How far did we end up going? How far did we end up going out? Uh, we ended up going over 150 miles. Wow. Jeez. Mm. We, went, we went looking. We did, but you put us on the yeah, fish. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Yep. We, we caught limits. Yeah. That's what we're doing today. Nice. We caught limits. Yeah, we did. How many did you, how many did you catch? I caught limits. I limited out. It was See, awesome. she's learning. She's learning that you say what is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is uh, what is the limit of uh, yellowtail in Mexican waters, Rhonda? Five. Very good. And in Five. California? I think it's ten. Very good. So... You caught your limit. Limit. A mm-hmm. Mexican limit because we were in Mexican water. Yes, I caught Very my nice. limits. Yeah. Very but there's a catch. There's a catch. There's a catch in California. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Go That's ahead. Right. And it, is, is, it is. It is ten, but five. Can, five have Something to be over twenty-four. Over five, right. Five have to be over twenty-four. Five under twenty-four. Oh, so I you see. Have five I'd... under five, but the other five have to be over. If not. No go. So, okay. so if they're all small, they're under 24. You can only have five. Only you can't five. take 10. So. Okay. No go, but it was a great trip. And, uh, you don't want to get caught with 10 under 24. Yeah. Negative. Okay. All right. So tell, tell, yeah, talk a little bit about the trip. You were there. So, yeah. Well, I was just saying that it was, um, it's a great you guys call it a platform, I say, the boat. But the platform is wonderful. I love going out on that boat. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable. It's big. It's clean. Uh, and everybody is so accommodating and so helpful. Like, they they go out of their way to make sure everybody gets on the fish. Not only Rick and the crew, yeah. but but Ron and Sergio. They are – and even Mike Blue was out, out helping – 
everybody there uh catch fish there were quite a few uh women on board this yeah, trip yeah. how many women did we have run mm-hmm. we had five yeah okay and yeah. Uh, i will tell you this the nice thing is you know ron's the director of the ac fishing schools and for a reason not only does he book everybody and does the whole thing but then when he's on the boat i mean you saw mm-hmm. you went to him to get yes. a hook and um, one of the things about that's nice about Double O, Ron, makes your job a little bit easier. Well, I've, gotta... uh, yeah, Rick does like, well, almost all the seminar and and mm-hmm. uh, you know and and you know everything you need is on the boat. And Rick always makes sure that uh, uh, he just he just does a good job, Rick. Thank you for all you do. You know, I don't say it enough so, sometimes. You know, that, that's 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 really good to hear because you know. This was a different trip for Rhonda. In the past, we knew where we were going. We knew what we were going to catch. We right. drove there. We stopped the boat. We, we caught what we were going to catch, and it was good. This trip here, we didn't know where the fish were, and it was a it was a long boat ride all day. She got to see the other side of it where we're not just stopping the boat in one spot, catching all our fish. We, we actually had to go out and drive. We drove all day long mm-hmm. yep. uh, looking for the yellowfin, which we... we uh, did not find but we did find lots of yellowtail and uh but she got to see the part of it where you're you're the tv tv show shows the 10 minutes where you catch a fish it doesn't show the eight or nine hours or 10 hours we spent driving around looking to find that spot to catch the fish and she got to see that side of it too and uh like she said it was still an enjoyable time it was. It was a great boat ride. It was. It was. I loved it. Just being out on the water is so nice. You get a disconnect. You've got the water, the sun, friends. There's good food and just great people. So oh, about the I food. loved it. Oh, we, my God. We had a chocolate, a chocolate pizza. What? Yeah, you know, yes. yeah. Dave. that was good. Dave. Tell me more. So he takes a, a pizza dough and he puts a chocolate. He used candy this time. He did. And there was like one of these candy bars, put them all over, then melted over. Oh my God, it was so good. Oh. Diabetic stream, I call it. And they have a soda machine. Mm-hmm. And a soda machine, all you got. Yeah. No, but, um, you know, it's a great thing. And I, 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 this was a good test for Rhonda. Uh, she, you're right. She's been spoiled mm-hmm. rotten. I mean, look. I mean, in three years of fishing, she's already got all the majors. She's yeah. Got, she's even got wahoo. She's yeah. got striped marlin. She's On got 30 pounds. all the tunas. Well, you don't have standing up. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. You don't. You don't have an albacore. Okay. No. Well, we can fix that. We can go yeah. north. Um, mm-hmm. But you know. You've gotten everything, and, and you've gotten it pretty easy. So this was one of the ones that, I mean, Ron, you and I have been on a lot of trips. I okay. remember a couple of trips where we were way out there. Yeah, and, and trolling and trolling for mm-hmm. nothing. So it was, it was great when when you have, um, and, and the way it works. I mean, if you looked, I, I showed you, uh, we were on the stern. I said, mm-hmm. look up. What did you see when you I looked? saw the moon. No, 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 no. What, on, on top of... On, <laughs> I did. I saw the moon. Yeah, on top of the deck of the uh, boat. Remember, they were with their binoculars. Chad looking. was up there with his, with the binoculars. I think they were looking for patties, patties like right. kelp patties, right. so that we could uh, find some more fish. He had two pe- He had two. He had yeah, Kevin. I, no, no. Who I was your second I ticket? I don't remember his name. Who was your second ticket, Rick? What's that? Who was your second ticket? Oh, Matt Bowie. Yeah. yeah. We not only were we looking for counts, we were looking for dolphins also. Mm-hmm. But we uh, failed to find the dolphins. So. Yeah. yeah, but they were sitting but, up yeah, there Matt's with... Yeah, got really good eyes. They were sitting up there with binoculars trying to get us oh. on fish. Um, 
Yeah, but it was it was you're right. It was a different trip than we've than we've had in the past. But um, we got them. But we got them yeah. right. So Rick kept going and trying to get us some fish. So he did it. Do you got anything left for people to jump on? I mean, I know you're pretty much getting pretty full, aren't you? Yeah, we do. We uh, we aren't running tomorrow night. We had a trip on Wednesday that we went ahead and canceled. We only had like three people. But next Friday, I think we have a spot left. The following Wednesday, we have uh, lots of spots left. And then the last week on the 12th, um, we have a, I think, one spot. When I, when I looked last night, there was one spot on the 12th for that trip. So. Hey, Ron. And it's all over. I was thinking about it. Just hey, looking. Ron. Hey, Ron. Because <laughs> we don't have anything going. We don't have anything going, Ron. <laughs> Ron. I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll make an announcement. If Ron can, and I can get a chance, uh, we'll post something up. Come and join, especially if, you, if there's room. Uh, the Ocean Odyssey has an unbelievable platform, mm-hmm. guys. We, we talk yeah, about it. And, and that's why I had Ron to say it because, you know, you hear from me all the time and you think I play favorites. But Ron gets to give you, you know, in a woman's point of view, which mm-hmm. is a little bit different. You know, um, it's not as you know. I, I'm, I'm, I like to sleep in. She, oh, she wouldn't let me sleep in. She came no. back and woke me up. I did. On on one stop, didn't you have like ninety something yellowtail? We had ninety two yellowtail. Crazy. The first stop. That was on crazy. some new grounds too. Oh, That's yeah. crazy. Oh yeah, it was crazy. So, I, I didn't ask you what was the water temperature down there, Rick. Um, anywhere from sixty six and a half to sixty eight. So it's it's not that warm anymore. Okay, so. No, it's starting to cool off a little. You know, I was really hoping we could find a kelp in that 68 degree water. It wasn't real clean. It was a little off color blue, but uh-huh. I think if we could have found a kelp in there. But that's how it's been this year in the warm water where the water looks good. We just we can't find the kelps in there. And as soon as we get into that cool water, um, like we saw at the end of the day there, we crossed the break and got into that cool water, and there was quite a few kelps in there on the cool side. So mm-hmm. Very cool. But we just couldn't find the dolphin or couldn't find the, find the structure there on the water side all right well listen for the few trips that you do have left and you do have openings what's the best way to book um you can uh, get on the internet log on to ocean odyssey fishing.com and uh, book it right there online don't have to talk to anybody or uh you can give dina a call at 619-889-4535 excellent and uh just get ready i think uh you're gonna have some uh some uninvited guests here really shortly, right, Ron? Yeah. I think I think we're going to crash the party. Okay. I was just looking at your schedule. Yeah, that Wednesday trip. That Wednesday trip, uh, at the twelfth, uh, probably the ninth, maybe. Mm-hmm. That Wednesday. It's uh, you got the tenth on the tenth. Yes, that would be a good one. We got plenty of room on that one. Hey, Rick, uh, what's with this uh, yard sale? Looks like you got a yard sale and you're doing uh, well, some fishing tackle. Everyone knows. We, we, yeah, we lost Dina's mom back in May, and uh, and her, her dad, of course, he passed away about ten years ago. So uh, there's a bunch of tackle that uh, we had in the garage, and a little bit that has been left on the boat over the years that uh, she's going to get rid of, along with some furniture and stuff like that. Get the house cleaned out so that uh, we can move on with our lives. Got it. All right, sounds good. All right, uh, you go. I know you're working. I know you're on the sat phone, so I'll let you go. Uh, again, uh, maybe yep. I think. Get ready to uh, fire it up and go find a shelf All right, you go do it. All right. Thanks again, Thanks. Rick, for everything. I appreciate all your help and everything okay, you and you guys do. Great to see you. Thanks.
Rick, if we don't okay, see, I'll you... see you, next, I'll see you next week, Rondo. Okay. <laughs> Rick, if we don't see you, thank you for a great year. Absolutely. Okay, if you guys can't make it, just go ahead and send Rhonda down. Oh, yeah, she'll be there in a second. I have plenty of time off. All right, well, I'll tell you what. Maybe we, we make it a, a little trick. We go down there. All right, Rick, go get them, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, bud. Okay, all right. All right. Have a great week, Tom. Talk right, to thanks. you next weekend. Yeah, so, Ron, you're in charge of the schedule. How's it look? Uh, what, what, what day do they actually After the Wednesday? 7th, we're wide open. But, but No, but we get back on the 9th. On the 9th. What, so what time does the other boat, what time does the boat leave? Rick, uh-huh. they leave at 7 o'clock. On the ninth, yep, that'd be a fast turnaround. Get there in the morning. Well, we, it's not like we haven't done it before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've actually times. done back to back. We just remember we just went ahead and across the street. We got there Sunday and got home on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> we did a day and a half, and yeah. then we did a two and a half day. Oh man, because um, it was this situation like this. Okay, well let's let's try to make it happen. Okay, I'll post something if you guys would like to join us. Love to have you. Um, it's going to be a light load. That's the beauty. And I'm just telling everybody, I'm going just to go fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is not Angler Chronicles Charter by any means. So I'm going fishing. Ron, you're going to go fishing. We're just going to go fishing. I think I might okay. be sick that week. Right? Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know, Ron. I don't know. <laughs> is, it, is there enough air down there at five feet underneath? The oh, my Six gosh. Feet. You know what? We'll bring a jackhammer and get him into four feet. There we he's, go. He's already at four feet. Oh, he's okay. We'll get him yeah, to three and, and a half. Oh, three and a half. All right. I'm pushing him back four. down to six. Oh, oh man. <laughs> you can't do that to our rescue. Get away. Come, come with us. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That would be, a big, that would be fun. Can you get away? I'm going to try. But that would mean I have to take off Monday. Take the whole week off. Yeah. You know what? I deserve it. Come on, you got the time. You boss, right. you're bossing yeah. us around and all yeah. that stuff. You got to be tired. Just say you got a quarantine. Okay. Oh my God, that's great. Yeah. Ooh. They can't question it at that point. Yeah, I know, but then they see her in a picture on a boat. Well, you know. Or, or I bring him back fish. Everybody was quarantining on the boat. Yeah, yeah okay. we we're on the boat quarantined. Uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. Okay. All right, well, listen, I, I can't tell you. you <laughs> quarantine. Know, you mentioned that. Um, you said thank you for a great year. We did have a really good year. It was fantastic. I we didn't have a we had great trips on the boat. And so I know you're already working on the schedule for next. I'm, I'm year. three quarters done. And wow. um, it looks good. I mean, who are the uh, usual suspects that we're going to? This same this same group. We have um, uh, you know uh, Dana, obviously Dana. Um, you know, and uh, we're, we're trying to get a couple of different boats uh, uh we boats. had some cancellations this last year you know uh, you know davy's locker and a couple of well and the, the problem is you know and, and it's understandable it's still covid and there's right. everything was all weird and, and the weather got weather was an issue and the oil year. spill oil spill was another that's that killed our rock and roll yeah uh, and i was really looking twilight. forward to that i had a good playlist ahead for yeah and, and here's one of the things that um we ought to think about ron and you and i'll sit down but you're the director so you got to put together maybe have some themed trips because okay, everybody because be cool. everybody does the same thing and yeah go for but what about some theme that maybe like a, a, ba- a bass route theme maybe with some giveaways in it Ooh. maybe with some well like, we're still trying to get you know the the bass rod trip mm-hmm. you know, but still, that'll be angler chronicles versus, versus fishing. fishing syndicate okay on um, one boat right and then you're gonna have to pick which side you're we're on definitely really? gonna look we're definitely gonna do a <laughs> rock and roll trip but i believe we're gonna do it on a day and a half uh-huh that would be cool. Yeah, um, and we're gonna uh, maybe we should do a '60s or a '70s trip. Okay, you know? so since you got that, let me bring in Steve Carson. Poor Steve Carson's been sitting by a whole. Steve, what do you think about doing a trip where you can join us? Okay, 
Well, we do like a 60s-themed music, uh, uh, maybe a bass tournament. Uh, hmm. You'd have to be on our side. Hey, hey Steve, did you just notice how he, he said he threw us in the 60s? I'm, I'm trying to visualize <laughs> what that would look like. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you not, leave you leave the visualization to me. You just mind. come out. You just come out. Let me. Let We'd me have to guys. have a black suit, jacket, and a string tie and a white shirt. What, what do I do? Do I got to wear a diaper? Like the, the <laughs> I wasn't born yet. Uh, uh, ring of fire look, or, or don't forget Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison loves fishing. Yeah, I know. I could be the, I could be the lizard king. And I can say, come on, fishy, but my <laughs> liar. Oh, no. I take it all back. All right, so I want you to mull this over, okay? Maybe you can get together with Steve, uh, Ron. We'd love to have Steve on you know, our team. It was such a pleasure to see you down there. That, I know. That, that made my friggin' day. I know, we don't get to see you very much I know. down in San Diego. But think about it, Steve. Maybe doing, um, we're going to do a trip where we're going to film it, and we'll have the Fishing Syndicate team against an Angler Chronicles team that we'll put together, obviously. And well, Steve's part of our team, so Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So got, uh, right here would be Steve, you, me, ben. ben. We'll put Ron there. Andrew. There. Andrew, maybe, I don't know. Matt, yeah. <laughs> we'll see if we can get him out of the ground. Yeah. It's not Trout, Andrew, dude. Maybe. It's not Trout, dude. It's all right. Not I'll get it done. Ron, all right, Ron, take us out. We'll be right back. All right, tell us, tell us, tell us. You are listening to Angler Chronicles on Ducks Radio, AM830, KLAA, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Cam Fowler, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, this is Josh Manson, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles with Sergio Ron and Andrew on Ducks Radio AMA 30 KLAA. There you go. All right, Ron, we were uh, talking about this uh, possible bass. Give us a potential scenario so that Steve can get ready. 
Okay, so what we're going to do, Steve, is we're going to put 10 people together, you know, and of Angler Chronicles Against Fishing Syndicate. And uh, it's bass, and uh, you can only use a bass rod and a bass reel. And uh, we're going we're gonna to film it. So are you up for that? Uh, we'll see if we can make that work. We, yeah. need, we, need, we need more details. Oh, yeah, well, the details, we got to. I can get a date down pretty quick. I just, uh, it could happen before the end of the year if you're looking, if you want to do it. Well, uh, we'll, we'll have to work on it off the air. Okay. I'm, that... I'm committing to nothing on the air. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's no commitment. There, yeah, there's no commitment. You know, and it ha there has to be commitment to excellence because mm -hmm. that's what the yeah. land is all about. No, it would, it, would be, it would be great to have you, Steve. It'd be a lot of fun, and uh, it'd be just be awesome. Okay. So, uh, and like I said, we would take on uh, a fishing syndicate team. Okay, they're all stars and against us. Okay, I think for Angler Chronicles, bare minimum would be myself, Ron, uh, Rhonda. It's bad. It's a tournament, baby. <laughs> I can catch a bass. Did you see the toad I caught? Oh, there you go. There it is. <laughs> Carson, help me out here, bud. <laughs> uh, I I think that she probably would be considered a ringer on any team. Thank you, Steve. Oh, good answer. Now she's smiling. I am. Steve, you're so mm -hmm. politically correct. I know. I was thinking the same thing. And I love him for that, so thank you. Oh, Lord. Mm -hmm. oh. So uh, I treat her like a sister. Yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ron gives me... Sh oh, what? What did Ron, you Ron gives me crap, just Donuts. as good as Sergio does, so... Yeah. But, uh, Steve, yeah, that, that'd be a lot of fun to find... Um, uh, a, a time that you can make it and uh, go from there. Okay, love to have something happen. Steve can be on my team. Oh, oh I, I, I mean our team. Teams, huh? I mean our team. Three teams. Okay, you see that? <laughs> now all of a sudden we're on her yeah, team. Uh -oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. She, she can be a. Oh, she should be a team captain. In fact, she should be the designated team captain. Uh oh. Oh man, you guys should. Oh. We all got voted You, you realize already. I gotta go home with her, right? <laughs> I was gonna check with you, Steve, and see if there's a. Is there anybody out there that's got PFO on a shirt? PFA. Oh, well, yeah, but PFO's for Rhonda. It's like a CFO. She's a positive oh, okay. fishing. Positive fish yeah. officer. That's it. And uh, but I, I don't. I don't know. The, I think you just coined a term. There you go. How about that? How about mm -hmm. PFA? PFA, I think I think any of the any of the uh, the gar the garments that have that on it are uh, are sadly have been laundered into oblivion. Uh, mm. We got to do that. Uh, I don't think they exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so I want you guys to actually think about that because I think it'd be a, a lot of fun to do. Yes, you can go with us, Andrew. Okay. I see. see, 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 see <laughs> she got excited. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, thought, so, I thought he was talking about me because I still have to, you know, I still have to warm my way in there. Uh, okay, you know, you, you'd be fine. I think uh, so. That's one of the trips we'll look into. What other? Mm -hmm. What other things we got planned there? Uh, well, we have, we do have the, uh, the the last trip of the year for us will be the one between Christmas and New Year's on the twenty eighth. Uh, I mean, the twenty seventh, twenty eighth. It's just an overnight on the El Dorado. Uh, that is usually our uh, swan song trip for the year, and it's always booked solid. Uh, I'm just about sold out now, so but I do have spots if you want to do it. And it's always a great trip. It's just uh, 
uh, obviously, well, the last year it was this, uh, we ended up with um, rockfish, but uh, it, it, it's, it's just, just a great trip. It's fun, and uh, what a way to send a year into a, oblivion, mm-hmm. start Agreed. a new one. I agree. And you got anything coming up, Steve? Carson, what do you got going on? Uh, well, I've got I've got a citizen trip with with an old friend coming up, uh, a three dayer on the Pacifica, and then I've got a, an eight dayer that is sold out. The uh, the it's the second trip after Thanksgiving. I think it leaves on December the fourth. Eight dayer on the Shogun, but that one is completely full. And uh, gosh, I don't even know what we want, what we might do. There might still be bluefin to fish for locally on an eight day trip. You're right. We'll have to see. You, you never know. Okay, excellent. Um, Andrew, you got anything happening? You got anything? Um, just I'm in the freshwater. Just freshwater's heating up. I know a lot of guys are at the lake today, uh, trying to get there some trout. Like I said earlier, shark and crews out there. A couple other clubs. Uh, they're just sitting on the shoreline. I know some guys are waiting for Santa and River Lakes, and uh, a couple guys are actually fishing at Elsinore in the morning. Put their uh, their float tubes out and mm-hmm. ready to go. Yeah, go ahead, Steve. I, I, don't, I don't mean to interrupt. I, uh, of course, one week from today will be the Tackle Day event at Fisherman's Landing in San Diego, and Correct. I will be speaking. I, I believe Doug gave me my my uh, my time for one week from today on Saturday the 6th. My time will be on at 1.30, but I'll be there, so you'll be able to come in and talk to me, you know, behind the, uh, behind the real counter at Fisherman's Landing Tackle um, most of the day until I have to get up on stage. So I'll be there. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So uh, a lot of that—that's for always for a great cause. So you know, we highly recommend everybody get down there and, and get and, and get get that done. You know, well, you know, guys, if you have not seen a seminar by Steve, <laughs> every time I go, I learn something. He taught me something just yesterday or the day before. You know, just there's things you don't know, and if you think you know everything, you better start over. <laughs> that is true. Because you don't. Ron, here, here's the way you look at it. No one of us knows more than all of us. Ooh. There you go. Look there at man. He's, Another he's, one. He is so wise. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have this. Okay, you ready? This is okay. this goes out to Mike Blue. Took me a while to find it, but I want you, everybody, just hear this So. <laughs> That's for you, Blue. <laughs> Abu Di Abu Dai, Blue. Anyway, I love having him on the boat. He's such a great guy to have on the boat. It's, it's good stuff. And find It took me. I'm sorry. I was while you guys were talking. I'm, I can't find it. I could not remember the name of the song. Found it. Amazing. Okay, what are you laughing, Rhonda? I enjoy fishing with Mike. He is funny. Oh my god. He's so much fun, and he always. Always she used brings to talk me candy. Like that about always, me. what's that? Mm-hmm. You call him the blue candy man. He always brings me candy. Oh, that's right, he does. Mm-hmm. Okay. This year it was the uh, Reese's peanut Reese's, butter cups. Reese's, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he goes. Oh, what do you call it? It was Halloweeny. How, yes. It was Halloweeny. Yeah. Always <laughs> brings me candy. Yeah, and then uh, oh yeah, we didn't mention that. Um, and I gotta give and, you, I gotta give you a mention for this. On Taco Tuesday, we had a visitor. Oh, Andrew, God. you weren't there. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Donatello, uh, the Ninja Turtle. No. Uh, show up, okay, at Taco Tuesday, completely dressed. 
And then I saw the Deadpool was there too. Deadpool was there too. No, no, no. It wasn't Deadpool. It was Donatello dressed as Deadpool. I mean, Mike Blue looked at him. I looked at him. I go, who is that? And he goes, that's Donatello, the Ninja Turtle. He became the Ninja Turtle. You know, I applaud you. I applaud you because here's the thing. We take life sometimes so seriously you know mm-hmm. and i love the fact that ron just said you know what it's halloween i'm getting dressed mm-hmm. up i'm having fun and and a lot of you know uh, this is what i love the what what we do um we're corny sometimes but we're down to earth mm-hmm. I, I don't consider us any part of this elite fishing thing no 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 we're fishermen like everybody else we love to have fun and we like to Remind people that fishing is fun. Carson, I see you say it all the time in your seminars. At the end of the day, you need to just go enjoy what you do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. You're, you're out. You're on the water. If you catch something, that's a bonus. It yeah. is a and bonus. You know, I say that all the time. I love being out there. Well, yeah, and you know, if you haven't realized, there's some really serious stuff going on right now. Lighten up. That's mm-hmm. right. Go out Holy there. Holy mackerel. Grab a rod, mm-hmm. not a pole. No, it's a okay. rod. And go out there and, and go fishing. Or Sergio's rod in the rod rack. Or, or right, exactly, yeah, one of them. And, you know, every so one, one of them. That's why you bring them, right? Pristine bass rod. That's why you bring them. I know it's not the end of the year or the end of the season, but you know, Mike Blue, thanks for everything, bud. You know, you and I really, we have fun. And mm-hmm. whether it's golf or whatever we do, but everybody out there fishing, it, it's meant to be fun. Absolutely. I mean, come on. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got about less than a minute to go. I Can just you wanna... say you say good morning to John? Okay, good. Mo- will you say good morning? Good morning, John. I had a great time on the boat with you. <laughs> That's Santangelo. Yes, okay. John Santangelo. Uh, the conciliary. My, my conciliary. Oh, and, and happy birthday, Mike Marsh. There you go, yeah. Mike. Marsh. And then uh, Chad. Birthday. It was Chad's Chad, birthday. Chad's mm-hmm. birthday too. I, I He's up at Pyramid. Oh, Again. very good. Mm-hmm. So let me just say this. Um, tonight we'll be at the Bobbers. If anybody wants to come to join us over mm-hmm. at Launch Point, come on down. We'll have a great time with uh, William. And, um, you know, uh, we talk about this and we talk about this and we talk about it. you got to put it into practice. Be kind to one another, okay? Yep. There, there's still time to do good things. Look, look what um, uh, Captain Marcus Medak, you know, just came across uh, a pongo filled full of, full of people and is able to do a good thing. So go out this week. Do us a favor. Be kind to one another. You don't have to agree but you can be kind to one another. Mm-hmm. On behalf of Angler Chronicles, Ron, Rhonda, Steve, Mac, yep. you ready? We're out. We're out. We're out. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.